0: Alright, welcome to Death Readers Season 2, where we're reading Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. And uh, I think I... we are, I just want to say really quick, we are in a new recording studio. This is the first time we've tried this out, so if it sounds weird, it sounds different, sounds horrible, that's on us. We'll figure it out. <laughs> it's, a, it's a learning process, much like this whole podcast. You know, thanks for bearing with us if you're listening at all. I can't believe it's only been a week. I can't since believe it's last been podcast. A, a week, exactly, <laughs> since the last time we sat down to record anything. Man, it seems like so much has happened. Yeah, like a year's worth oh, of things. Plus. Yeah, more than a year's worth. Um, so I listened to the last episode of the last season mm. before in preparation for this, and I just want to say there's a couple things that we left off in that episode, which uh, I just wanted to clear up. Really quick. Number
1: so you want to connect some hanging threads.
0: And I don't want to re- connect them. I want to snip them. Snip them. Got it. Just, just cut them off. Okay. I don't want any more hangers, <laughs> any more hanging threads at all. They're they're done. Number one, uh, in the last episode, we reference, I reference a, a contention where I say that I feel like JK should have used a different phrase than the force to describe the magic. The dark side. The, yeah, the dark side. The dar- she says the dark side. That's what she says. So instead of saying that, it occurred to me as I was listening to this podcast a second time. Like, black magic, like, that's a thing that exists in other places for, like, evil magic. True. Like, it seems like it's right there as a pre-established, easily accessible, referenceable thing. Does she ever say black magic, or is it always dark arts? I don't know. I think dark arts is, like, is what they teach the kids, but I think that's a way to make it not sound evil, but I feel like Voldemort would you could argue, uses black magic. Absolutely. Right. So it felt weird that she didn't go there. Or maybe it's like, it's so cliche that she didn't want to go there, which is fine. I can appreciate that, but... but the,
1: yeah, that's a good point, though. Because then you have the dark arts and the dark side. Right. And think it it's redundant. Or at least, you know, derivative. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so uh, check that off of the list. The last one is that we had a conversation in in that conversation about the dark side, about whether or not what kind of properties do children in England play on the playground right and it reminded me that I couldn't believe I didn't remember this when we recorded that but uh, Transformers are an American property that is huge in England oh Uh, and so I've seen a a lot of BBC shows where they'll reference Transformers and it seems kind of like weird because they'll be referencing like the cartoon show or the comics not like the Michael Bay movies. Okay. And it'll be like, oh, that's a weird thing to reference when there's most other things you see in, like, BBC shows. BBC comedies are British things. Sure. you Doctor
1: uh, Who's. You're all creatures. Anyway.
0: Well, I was thinking, like, I've, I've absolutely seen Transformers referenced in Peep Show. Okay. And uh, a number of other things, but Peep Show's the, the one where I, I noticed, like, oh, obviously... Marvel published a lot of Transformer comics in UK and, like, published specifically UK... Their stories uh, are darker, I think, uh, Maybe, but, like, I know that they're definitely, like, exclusive. Gotcha. So they weren't, like, just reprints. They were, like, entirely separate stories for Transformers uh, UK fans. Uh, the writer of the more current Transformer book that I really like uh, is British, and you can really tell, because they do a lot of things... they do a lot of things with the show or with the characters that are very British. And then they do a lot of other things that are like, they do things to the property to influence it, to make allowances for the fact that so many of their audience members are British. Like there's a character who's a transformer that I think is, it's one of the robot dinosaurs, one of the Dinobots.
1: I'm nodding to all this.
0: No, no, it's fine. He's a, his name's Slag. Okay. But they had to change it because in Britain, slag is a slur right
1: for I like ladies.
0: oh is it yeah I think it's, I uh, think it's ladies yeah I know
1: okay yeah
0: so uh anyway that's a tangent but I had to clear that up for my own sake because this podcast is really for me <laughs> 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 alright <laughs> so now that we've reparations cleaned, have been made we've had 20 minutes of cleaning up the tangents of last season <laughs> just the last episode I think it's time to actually start on book one Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Two. I Now it's time to start with book two, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> Chapter one, The Worst Birthday. Mm. The first book starts with more fat shaming. It does. A lot of fat shaming. Like, again, it, it's just like we learn nothing. We learn nothing from the last book. Uh, we learn nothing from how awful and horrible it is. They, like, how how okay? This is this is really my point about the fat shaming. Okay. Do you think only skinny kids read Harry Potter? No. Right. Like so, there's a part of your audience that puts the book down because they're like,
1: "Oh, this, this is, isn't for me." No. I'm a bad person. I, okay, I'm not get a knickerbocker glory. <laughs> I don't know what that means. What does that mean? It's in the last book. The big ice cream. Oh, is that like a? That Harry a, was allowed to finish because Dudley. Knickerbocker Glory, yeah, sure. It's not the point. point is, ice cream sales spiked every time a Harry Potter book came out. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a bit of fried
0: egg dangling from his bushy mustache. It's just, there's that. There's like, I think there's a part where she describes like Dudley spilling over a chair.
1: Oh, I want more bacon.
0: Yeah, like, it's just, it's just, it's, just, it's awful, like, to start out that way.
1: Yep. Anyway. Bottom drooping over either either side of the oof.
0: yeah, man. It's a bummer.
1: Past the frying pan.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer. It's it's just so. There's another part here in the first in the first part where Harry is describing what he misses from Hogwarts, like sure. his his longing and his his sadness from not getting any letters and from his friends. And he mentions like, oh, I didn't get letters from Ron. I didn't get letters from Hermione. That's sad. But uh, and I miss them. I miss the school. But then he says the thing he misses the most is Quidditch. What? What? Quidditch? I'm just saying he must be, like, missing part of his memory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He must have some sort of, like, concussive Quidditch accident must have made him forget the fucking hell trap that is Hogwarts. Like, a place where children can't (laughs) go to class without getting ripped apart by trolls. And then, like, so he misses that. But then the thing he misses most of all is the institutionalized, brutal sport of Quidditch. Mm-hmm. Or he's a
1: sociopath.
0: It's I hope so. Because if he's not, we move from Harry is a dick to Harry is a fucking asshole. And a fucking idiot. Like, he's just the worst at cognitive processing, <laughs> at decency, at memory. Friendship. Friendship. Like, at, at regard for other humans. Like, he's... It's getting to the point where, like, even just at this point, it's beyond. Oh, Harry probably has a little bit of do uh, a little bit of Voldemort in him, but it's like no, he might just be fucking evil. <laughs> like, he might just be, like you said, like a sociopath to the point of like, no, no, Quidditch is his favorite thing because in Quidditch he gets an out to hurt people. It's like when you hear about kids who would play hockey so they could beat other kids up, like consequence free, sure, or like for a two minute penalty. That's not. Healthy?
1: <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe it is. It just doesn't seem... It seems violent, even if it's healthy. Well, and he plays Seeker, so the whole game is basically about him. And yeah, everything it. else is just decoration to the Harry story. It's a super cheap sport. Seekers. Ah,
0: Quidditch. I have a really strong suspicion that the next episode we're going to be talking more about Quidditch, because there will actually be a Quidditch episode. It's coming up soon. Oh, my God. I better, I've got to steal myself. Because <laughs> I'm just not... It's not, I really don't like it. <laughs> All right. So the very next thing I think that happens really quick is this whole conflict about whether or not Harry is allowed to take out Hedwig. Right. But, like, at this point in the summer, where are we? Is it, like, a couple weeks?
1: I, it's been a couple
0: weeks. But it hasn't been the entire summer. I feel like it's... Uh, maybe summer in England's different
1: than in the States. Let's see. How, how far... This is his birthday. Yes, Harry's birthday. So I'd say it's halfway through the summer.
0: Right. It, it seems like there's context in there for him talking about how it's not. He's not like getting ready to go to Hogwarts. It's like he's still suffering through the imprisonment of his uh, his summer vacation. Sure, but the owl's been in a cage for
1: like a month and a half.
0: That's what I'm saying. Has the owl, If the owl hasn't been out of the cage, then that cage is caked in owl shit. Well, they have a little sliding tray. Do they? Because oh. like he doesn't mention it. He, he like. he's just standard with bird cages magic bird cages? What about owl pellets? What is he feeding Hedwig? Like, that that poor owl. <laughs> 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 that, that poor owl must be so hungry and disgusting. Like, it's... The owl's
1: getting wet mushy vegetable soup.
0: Yeah, he's getting Harry's scrap. That's not what owls are supposed to eat, man. <laughs> They're supposed to eat rodents. It's... It makes me feel bad. There's just... Harry's awful. Like... And I don't, I mean, I know that this is the one part where like, I'm probably going to be negative towards the Dursleys because it's like, you know, guys, I mean, it is, it is an owl. Like give the owl a break, let it go outside or let it like at least clean its cage. Okay. So if, if I'm, if I'm right and and Harry's not keeping up with cleaning Hedwig's cage, then how is it that the Dursleys main complaint is the sound and not the smell?
1: I don't even know if bird poop is smelly. Well, now you got me all vexed.
0: (laughs) Aha! (laughs) Because I I feel like it must be. I feel like bird poop has got to be the reekiest thing. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Poop is poop. poop, Poop No truer word has been spoken. Um, But at the same time, the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure... I've never had birds, but my grandma had birds, so I'm pretty sure they reek. I think there's a
1: bird stink. (laughs) (laughs) I think birds are the worst. You're
0: right. Like that Ramon song. The birds are the worst. Jesus Christ. I think they covered it.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: I have this other thing here. I don't remember where it is in this chapter, but at some point uh, it's referenced that someone has a drop of magic in their blood. I think it's Aunt Petunia is mentioned to not have a drop of magic in her blood. Okay. And it occurs to me that is this the first mention or allusion to magic being a bloodborne thing, and is it?
1: Oh. Because I thought maybe it was just setting up what we know from later books.
0: I don't know what that means because I haven't read the later books. But I've seen the movies, I don't still don't really know what it means. Okay, never you mind. Mean, but what does occur to me is that maybe that's why mudblood is such a, a really scathing insult and slur so you think
1: magic is viral
0: no i think i don't think it's viral viral is different than being like blood related sure but i'm curious like i don't i don't really have a thesis it just occurs to me that there's it's weird that there's so many blood
1: related things with magic that's true and that well ma- blood's supposed to be powerful old magic Blood is old magic. Well, like the the the, the most potent recipes, often dark magics use blood. Oh, okay. Didn't wasn't that in the Voldemort spell?
0: Well, what do you mean, blood of my enemy? (laughs) Yeah. Uh. Yes, but like, and you know, we talk about unicorn blood bringing him back to life, but I assume that was just magical because it was unicorns. Like unicorns themselves are magical, not necessarily their like their blood. I I don't know seems no more magical than the creature itself, but, like, humans in general aren't magical, so why would there, why would magic be such be a blood thing? I, it's, I'm wondering if it comes up later, I guess, is where I'm setting this, because it just occurs to me that I don't know, she has been very vague about what magic is and where it comes from. Right. And maybe she doesn't go into it, but it seems like this is an
1: interesting starting point. I don't think she goes into it. Now that you mention it, uh, blood does seem like it's really important. Right. I don't think she ever explains like where the magic from. Lineage, comes ex-
0: lineage it seems to be extremely important, not only to the community, but to the magic itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and You're saying that might have evolved out of some... Like, mutation? <laughs> <laughs> They're not mutants. Hmm? They're wizards. I just meant, like, making it
0: more... Because s- we talked about how science and magic seem to be, like... We talked about religion and magic being related. Maybe science and magic are related in a deeper way. Okay. Hemsworth. Like Thor said that one time. Hemsworth. Yeah. Yeah. Hemsworth a lot. <laughs> Damn you, sir. Hemsworth all the gold in the vaults of Asgard. You stop. That's not okay.
1: No. <laughs> oh, fat shaming. More? Well, Dudley. Oh, yeah, of course there is. Well, Dudley lolled around watching and eating ice cream. What does lolled mean? <laughs> it doesn't mean laughed out loud around. I feel like it's kind of rolling against the wall because, you know, he's he's so heavy. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he... She's so horrible. <laughs> oh, poor
0: fat boy. Just He can't even, like, hold himself upright. He has to use the supports of the building he's in uh, with his weak, fat ankles. God, that's terrible. So mean. Okay, here's the next part that I, I am curious about. Have okay. we discussed how Harry is so famous?
1: Well, it's in the books.
0: It's mentioned that everybody knows about Harry. Right. Like, when Harry shows up to Diagon Alley, everybody knows who he is and knows what he's about. Everybody sees that scar and they're like, oh, that's the Potter boy. Right. Oh, he's the boy who lived. But, if my memory serves, Harry is whisked away from the murder scene by who? Hagrid. Right. Right. So, Hagrid's the only one... Maybe there's three people who know Harry was at this scene. Okay. Right? Yeah. Besides Voldemort.
1: Okay. So four people total. Which one of them's blabbing about it? I mean, I got to say, Hagrid was involved. People are going to be buying him drinks. He is a loud mouth. It's and true. He is he's a loud he's mouth, especially with some drinks.
0: He constantly tells the kids, oh, shouldn't have told you that. Right. Like, <laughs> constantly. So I guess it's probably him.
1: Does he talk to enough people? I guess he gets around it just I mean you only, he's gonna have that whole tavern on the edge of their seats, and then they're gonna tell two friends and they'll tell two friends. Is this ever like outed? Is has
0: Hagrid ever like held to account for this? No. Well, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt that it wasn't him, even though all reason suggests it would be. Just because I like him, and I don't want him to be, like... I don't want him to have inadvertently made Harry's life harder because of his inability to withstand large quantities of alcohol. Without it's it until proven
1: guilty, Severus. Whoa. Is that a quote from this book? <laughs> I actually don't remember. It is from this book. Is it?
0: Oh. Well, hopefully you don't eat your words, or whoever's words those were.
1: What if I eat too many of them? I'll be fat.
0: So, on on page 8, there's a really uh, notable, condemning line about Harry's inner dialogue. So, in on page 8, Harry has this internal monologue where he says, But the long silence from Ron and Hermione had made Harry feel so cut off from the magical world that even taunting Dudley had lost its appeal.
1: <laughs> and, and that's where I'm starting to think that Harry... Is an incurable sociopath.
0: Yeah, he's he's a he's the villain. This other guy, he just wants to be alive, <laughs> like
1: yeah. to start with. <laughs> like Voldemort should have picked another kid, man.
0: You really should have. Or, unfortunately, it is just it's it's. What I think, which is the truth, is that it's just a byproduct of that of the spell. I like he... the
1: idea that he he put the wrong thing in the wrong person.
0: Yeah, like, super wrong. Yeah, yeah, other mensch. I still he's like one book later he's still just a dick like he's still a torturous sociopath like why <laughs> Harry still a dick yeah Harry's still a dick it just it's it's frustrating I want part of me really likes that the protagonist of this book is such a dick okay like I like that because it's fun it's like I mean I haven't read these books. But, like, the, at least in the Game of Thrones TV show, Tyrion Lannister is a total dick in the beginning. And then he, he ends up being a, a nice guy. Same with, the, you know, his brother. A lot of characters have this transformation of being, oh, you hate those characters, but eventually they're nice guys. Or you feel empathy and sympathy for them. I'm sure that'll happen here. and I, But I I really kind of hope it doesn't. Like, I hope, I hope that Harry's always a dick. And I hope <laughs> I always, like, complain about it. Because... You might get your wish. I might in that... I don't, know. I don't know how to feel about it because I like it and I hate
1: it. If no other reason than other characters seem to have character growth, I'm not sure Harry does. I could easily he be... doesn't. Honestly, in the movies, I don't think he does. He's just kind of, shit's happening to him. Yeah. And he... all the other characters have character traits that sort of define him by a negative space kind of thing. I
0: feel like the last couple of movies, especially the last two movies, were like supposed to have that and Harry it just didn't happen it it just like that whole weird fucking dancing scene in the tent we'll get to that anyway we'll um
1: there's a lot, a lot to of movie there. there's a
0: lot later yeah but then like the rest of the chapter is just more fat shaming it's just more Harry being fucking pitiful and then the again the next actual condemnative act for the Dursleys is that on Petunia does try to hit him with a frying pan which isn't cool
1: but if you lived with a demon what would you do right especially when the kid has already been physically tortured
0: yeah I literally mentioned in the last season Mm. that he turns Dudley into like part pig or some shit and they have to take him to the doctor to get the
1: tail surgically removed right like that's not I didn't know where she's coming from Harry said yeah so she knows even if he's screwing around she he was traumatizing him. Right. He was he was pushing his.
0: They should have they should have had Harry like put down or something just like. Can, okay, Actually can Harry Potter? Curtis's. Can Harry Potter die? Yeah. Can he?
1: Well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Makes it sound like he does die at some point. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: I'm just thinking of other. Living creatures that might have similar traits as Harry that can or cannot die. And I'm going to say, yes, Harry can die. All
0: right. It just seems like I want to see that. I want to see someone try to kill him and, like, for all all intents and purposes, succeed (laughs) and then have him miraculously not die.
1: Survive could be a good word there. There's a lot of scrapes. I don't know if uh, anything you're describing happens before the seventh book. It's too bad all the books
0: are written because then I could hope. And I could be like, maybe this series is going to end in book four. (laughs) Harry dying as a sophomore or whatever. No. Damn it. All right. We're on to chapter two. Dobby's uh, Warning. Which is called Dobby's Warning. So so I only have one page of notes on this. Okay. Um, I'm going to read the the last note I have first, though.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Because it's going to paint all the others? Yeah. Okay. This is the best chapter in the series
0: <laughs> so far. I'm perfect. I I will, I will put money on it being the best for the rest of the series. All seven books. <laughs> Why is this the this chapter's chapter? the best? Because it has Dobby. Okay. It's the most. It's the most well-written chapter of at least the this, so far. Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. All the beats are perfect. It's timed beautifully. Mm-hmm. Everything about it's fantastic. All of Dobby's dialogue, all of his rationale, of his reactions are hilarious and perfect. It's just. It's what I want. I just want to read about Dobby. Okay. Because he's so much better than Harry in every way. So, you know, off the bat, it's just a delightful chapter. I don't know how she could be better. <laughs> um, early on, Harry doesn't even think that Dursleys are human. He says he references them as being subhuman.
1: What? Where? Um. Well, I didn't highlight it. Cause That's I okay, I but like... I want to find this... And I thought I had it bad staying here another four weeks," he said. "This makes the Dursleys sound almost human. There it is.
0: Yeah. So he he doesn't even think the Dursleys are human. He he he. They're beneath him. Yeah. They're beneath him. They're like they're. He might as well have called them Muggles with a like a, a hard M. Like <laughs> it's it's bad. I mean, these are the people who welcomed him, this orphan boy. This like survivor of attempted murder yes terror on their house yes living poltergeist yes into their home and then all they ask all they ask of him very clearly is to not blow up their house in the first book and he he can barely promise to do that and he has the audacity to call these people almost human or whatever nearly human whatever he says he's a he's Oh, I also want to point out, in this chapter, Mm -hmm. we get exposed to elves for the first time. That's true. In Potterverse. So I don't know this any more than what's in this chapter yet. But it kind of occurs to me that maybe elves in Harry Potterverse are super cool. Because they're not like elves in any other fiction. True. They're not like the Tolkien elves that are the tall, skinny, beautiful, like, you know, blonde... Ancient things there, or like it's basically the same for most generic like fictions, at least that I've sure. been exposed to. Like Tolkien, uh, we have like the like the Warhammer elves, mm-hmm. or like M- Magic the Gathering elves, like all of those elves all kind of look the same, right? But you get things like this, where like sometimes Guillermo del Toro's work he'll have elves be like monstrous evil creatures. Right. Um, I like that, it's like I, I feel like that's a new take. Well, it's more like they're tr- she's treating at least house elves and I'm not sure if that's a species or a job title. Sure. <laughs> as being like kind of like how I would look at goblins. Okay. But then she even takes goblins to a lower level, right. like a worse level at a more like disgusting reprehensible like repulsive level. It's it's just kind of cool. I really appreciated that like decision. I love that Dobby's literally naked all the time. At least he appears to be naked all the time. He's in like a burlap sack. Mm-hmm. Is he wearing anything underneath? probably not mm. it's gross it's real gross <laughs> he's just jumping around this little boy's bedroom it's really gross like that <laughs> took a turn it's gross man like I'm just reading it like
1: <laughs> it's all there on the page it's man. all
0: there it's it's right there, There's, there and, uh, and uh I just thought he was the best but it's creepy <laughs> also in this chapter uh, Harry's bedrooms reference as having a cat flap.
1: So I mean, I, I, I imagine it means a cat door. I thought that was installed later, in the next chapter, when he was... Oh, you're right. <laughs> but it's because there's two sections to Dobby's warning, the night of the party and the aftermath. Oh, okay. So he installs so, the cat he, flap because... That can't be easy to install. That means you have to cut open a hole in
0: the door yeah. and, like... Three days later. Okay. Then it's literally just me being a bad reader. Well, that's still the same chapter. Yeah. No, but like I, my question about do they have a cat is just me being bad at comprehension and retention.
1: Sorry, SATs. Um, but, and I looked it up. I don't remember if I saved it or took a screenshot of it, but I looked up the Japanese golfer joke. Oh, is it awful? Oh, it's really bad. Is it really racist? Uh, ye... Is it as racist as I thought? Because I always thought my imagination went to it was some... Bad Japanese accent on hole in one. Oh, which you can imagine how that could be a bad thing.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna. Not nope,
1: gonna do nope, it. I'm not either.
0: Are you gonna do it though?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna read it? I, uh, I mean, I, I feel like that's only fair. Let me find it though. Give me a second. It's gonna be locked. All right, so this is on Reddit. Mm-hmm. By Jab One Thirty Six posted this. He says he originally saw it on uh, slash jokes. There's an old joke about a guy who goes to Japan on a business for a big meeting. The night before, he is stressed, so he decides to get a girl for hire. She doesn't speak any English, but in bed, she is crazy bucking and squirming and yelling ikinai kuchi, ikinai kuchi. Something to that effect. This is golfing? Wait for it. There already said businessmen. They're laying the groundwork. Ugh. He doesn't know what it means, but he figures it must be pretty good. Next day he has golf with his important client. On the fourth hole, the client takes an impressive tee off and scores a hole in one. The guy yells out, "Ikanai kuchi!" The client frowns and says, "What do you mean wrong hole?" Why would he
0: say that in that moment? Which he, the why would the businessman
1: He thinks it's pretty good. He thinks the young lady in bed was having a great old time. And she She yelled the Japanese equivalent of hip, hip, hooray, or 23 skidoo. (laughs) So, this man.
0: (laughs) So, this man.
1: (laughs) You're like, (laughs) the book is over. This is now the Japanese Golfer Joke podcast. He. (laughs)
0: <laughs> this businessman in the premise of this joke has sex with a prostitute uh. who's, who doesn't speak the same language as him uh. and erroneously penetrates her the old EP <laughs> and he doesn't realize it like, or like this is. This sounds like it's no longer a golf joke, and, and this it's not. I don't like it. Jk, WTF? Not okay. I don't like it. No. <laughs> it makes. Me, oh, I don't like that at all. No, that's a bad joke. Um, <laughs> that's a real bad joke. That is an awful joke. Jk. <laughs> I don't. I just. I don't have anything to say about that. That's awful. I'm glad you found it. <laughs> I. There was another one. Wait, there's more than one japanese golfer joke there is actually because when okay so this might not be the one that she was thinking of it totally is but it might not be
1: i now let me look because because when i someone mentioned another one on reddit to me god
0: damn (laughs) why would you do that and why would you put that in the book you think there's going to be a kid who doesn't ask their parents about a japanese golfer joke Please tell me there's some sort of PC Japanese golfer joke.
1: Yeah, Sovereign four 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 said there are like two versions of the Japanese golfer joke. Which one did you find? The one with the phones and the faxes. I forgot what the other one was. Don't know what the phones and the faxes one is. So there's a whole other go- Japanese golfer joke. It could be. Is Japanese golfer jokes like knock knock jokes? Like, is it like, a, is it a whole genre that I just didn't know
0: existed of jokes?
1: I don't know. But then there was a Petunia. He's like, Petunia, tell him the funny story. Tell Petunia that very funny story about those American plumbers, Mr. Mason. She's been dying to hear. Couldn't find any decent, specifically, American plumbers joke. So I don't know if it was an anecdote or if there is another bon mot out there.
0: I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It was a kid's book, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a... You can't put a bumming joke in a kids book.
1: A bumming joke? Yeah. <laughs> that's a. <what they're... laughs> Did you coin that phrase? No, that's a,
0: that's a British slang. I've never heard it. Yeah. Bumming, getting bummed.
1: Okay. Oh. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> bums me out. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end for chapter
0: 2, I, warning? Oh, God, I, I feel really bad now. I, like that, <laughs> I am so angry that that joke... Is it still the best chapter of feel... the series? Yeah, because before I knew that, it was. <sighs> I, I mean, the only thing I'll say, like, God, it really took my fucking energy away, that stupid fucking joke. God damn it. Um, the last thing I'll say about this chapter is that I'll concede that for, again, with the whole are the Dursleys really the victims here? Is, you know, locking a kid in a bedroom—it's pretty bad. <laughs> like it, yeah. Okay, it's extreme. They're not
1: the best guardians, but I mean, but to your point, they just found out that the the demon, the Babadook, that they share their house with, is effectively powerless and has been fucking with them. Yeah, they're gonna lock him up, especially if his other shit's locked away. You know, they're gonna put that second level of whatever.
0: I guess I mean I feel like in this situation they should be more like oh well maybe we could treat him a little more human now because we know he's powerless like it seems like you'd want to do all this extra level shit in fear of his actual power sure
1: they're family living in fear they're not making rational decisions they're poor people except for Japanese golf jokes yeah those are real bad decisions in that case we should move on to chapter 3 the burrow the burrow where things really start to kick into gear This book does pick up a lot quicker than the last one. I think we need to, like, dog-ear these
0: chapters, or this chapter in the first couple pages, because there is a whole lot of her describing in detail the penalties for using magic in the muggle world Mm -hmm. that don't seem to ever come into play again. Uh, At least in the movies, I know that there's instances. Sure. Where people are using magic in the muggle world. Sure. literally the, I think the next book mm-hmm. is the next book the one
1: with the the bus mm-hmm. oh, well, a big a big part of it's underage. really? that's that's the big part of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What weak sauce. Well, there's weaker sauce. <laughs> oh God there's there I believe somewhere in the books it's mentioned that kids in a muggle family don't ever get pinged. When magic happens at home, because they can't monitor that, because they've got magic parents. Oh, oh! So only people like in Harry's situation. So that's you know, why her magic happens at the house. They'll get a howler, or they'll get a howler. Right, right.
0: But like the the well, I guess the Weasleys don't live in the Muggle world.
1: The, the Grangers. Well, no, but they're. The, but they're the Weasley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, that's right. the Dursleys and the Grangers live in the Muggle world. The Weasleys do not. Right. Right. So they're not going to ever get pinged, even though they're not supposed to. But it's really written like a, oh, I never thought about how this would work. Right. Yep. Sucks for them.
0: Right. Like, or or like, like when, so, but that, does that only work, like the penalties, does that only work if you're enrolled in wizard school? Because Harry makes the glass disappear. Mm -hmm. He makes a lot of shit happen in the first book at the the Dursley's house and throughout his life, but he's never gotten a note before. I think because he
1: doesn't know how to control it yet, they know kids are going to be spurting off with magic right. here and right. there. Alright, well, I guess that... It's not great. It's like the whole chamber pot controversy of the last couple of weeks. What? Oh, you've not heard about the chamber pot controversy? Is this
0: Harry Potter related? Yes. No,
1: I, I have not. J.K. Rowling either was asked a question you know, about the plumbing, which is pertinent to this book.
0: Because of the plumber's joke?
1: No, because oh. of the chamber. <laughs> Ice pole. <pull. laughs> what the American plumbers do. <laughs> so, because of the Chamber of Secrets and the plumbing has... therein, uh-huh. they're like, "When was that put in? Why wasn't it not discovered?" Blah 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 blah. And she said, "Oh, something to the effect that the plumbing doesn't really work, and or or maybe it does, but wizards before the plumbing, they would just poop where they were standing oh, and vanish oh. it." Away. Oh God <laughs> And that was pretty much I mean this was like within the space of a tweet. Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
1: and and um and of course the internet lost their mind. Everyone just imagined wizards just having a conversation and shitting themselves and like birds. Yeah. Like birds. And that they, yeah. pardon me for a second. Yeah. P- Poo <laughs> <laughs> And back to the back to the sticky wicket. Um it's just ridiculous, and I mean, not to spoil anything, but there's a certain room later in a certain book that's filled with a huge number of chamber pots. Why? Mm. They never use chamber pots and moved. Why them right couldn't to she? Why
0: couldn't she have just said, well, Doug guys, I said chamber pots on this page on this book." Right? Yeah. Okay, I that's, it, that's it, weird. it's weird. I can I can believe that they would have plumbing that wouldn't work because I'm pretty sure. I feel like I constantly see articles popping up from Britain about, like, news articles about, like, oh, found this new fat glob monster in a British sewer. And so I can imagine that, like, I have, okay, I have, have like, a prejudice, I guess, that insists that British people, for a period of time, were really bad at taking care of their plumbing. (laughs)
1: I mean there's and a they lot would, of fat in their cooking. That's what I'm saying. Off the pan. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah exactly. Stuff like yeah. that. But they but the idea that they wouldn't care or wouldn't have the like the courtesy to be like, oh, maybe we shouldn't just dump fat into our sewers. Mm-hmm. So like I can believe that, that that sort of behavior and that sort of like thoughtlessness would go back hundreds of years. So if you're talking about wizards who have these ancient tubing systems in under the the school they don't work is fine because like, okay, either they don't need them or they just don't think about them. Right. But then it sort of begs the question of like, well, which is not the right use of begging the question, Thank but like, you. but like, why raises the question, it raises the question. Why? um Why did they make the tunnels in the pipes in the first place? Right. Now, the better answer would be it's not for waste removal, but for water supply. Because
1: you need water. You need water. They're probably water spells though.
0: There probably are, but, like, do you think they're just, like, generating water all the time? Like, that's a good point. Why would they have washrooms? Like, if they could just... That's my next question. Why, why do they have washrooms? I guess in like, first years, you can't
1: control their water magic yet. Yeah, it's... No, it makes sense. And there's certainly direct pipelines from the washrooms to the lake.
0: Yeah, Harry has... That. Well, not only that, but Harry has the bathtub, like, in Goblet... Yeah, in Goblet of Fire. Yeah, he takes the tub. Um, I'm also
1: thinking of certain ghosts who go from the right, right, right. To the right. through the through the right. pipes. W-
0: those are all books in the future, but so I guess water yeah. Supply. Yeah, I would argue that that's what I would suggest is that there needs to be water delivered places, even if the water isn't taking things away necessarily. Uh, now, again, she was making that point about ancient wizards, not my. Mo- we're hopefully she's not insisting that there are gutters. Uh, literary gutters in, in between pages where Harry and Hermione just shit themselves and then like <laughs> wave a wand at it and it goes away and they're all clean. I would, I would think much like
1: the army is responsible for spreading Thanksgiving across America where it only used to be like an East coast tradition.
0: What are you talking about? I don't know. I'm okay.
1: So this. back in the day, a contingent of people would join the army and they'd be like, we want our turkey dinner, like, back home. And so they were, enough people did it that the uh, mess would make that. And oh. then everyone not having I think Thanksgiving dinner, because they're not from the East Coast, was like, I want this at home. And so right. Spread it across the U.S. Oh, so
0: that's how it became a holiday? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: That's how it became turkey. Okay, fair enough. But uh, like that, when they started admitting muggle kids, they're like, I need a place to poo. Oh. So, but then
0: again, is that suggesting that bully magic blooded households don't have washrooms
1: yes <sighs> poop in dough poop in dough. <laughs>
0: poop out dough that's more what i would that's what i would cast i don't want the poop to go back i want to get out <laughs>
1: <laughs> the uh
0: <laughs> what are the
1: muggle centipede
0: <laughs> are there older buildings than Hogwarts in the wizarding world? I feel like the answer must be yes, but I... I feel like the answer must be yes. It must be yes. Must be yes. yes. So then, the next question I would have would be what is the plumbing situation like in those buildings, and is it as ancient?
1: I feel like with magic, can you just not put pipes wherever
0: you want? Through walls? I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's so tenuous. Like, it's... It just... It does, a lot of the time, seem like she just is like, I want this, and then... Or that she's got
1: potter fatigue now of course but yeah like, what, but then? I mean like she's having that Shatner like I don't fuck they just shot themselves right right, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which version of Shatner did you mean <laughs> sure William Shatner <laughs> William Shatner pants <laughs> poop out
1: dough um um <laughs> cause cause the sh- at that point he's really you want to know how the wizards shit, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> I, get, I get the the Voldemort Grindelwald thing, yeah. But come on, they pooped. What? Everybody when is when, when is she gonna write slash fiction
0: <laughs> of her own characters? Oh no, 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 no! no. It's got to happen. I, <laughs> All right, I would say it does it, but I think it probably does. How long? How how long do you think it'll take in years before we get? A J.K. Rowling penned, like, Fifty Shades of Gray, Fifty Shades of Pince or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever. Fifty Shades of Black, featuring only serious mm. black.
1: Good point. But like, your question. I don't know how long.
0: I but that's I'm. I wonder though. Like, I wonder if, I wonder if she'll get to the point where she's so like. I, I here's what I, my fantasy of what happens to her is that she gets old enough and so, like, spiteful and sort of resentful of her success that she starts writing, like, slash fiction (laughs) and, like, publishing it just, like, drunkenly. Like, just like, oh, yeah, well, guess where? Like, Ron broke his wand again.
1: (laughs) Walked into the nightstand.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's just something like that. Like (laughs) So that's what I want. I want to read. I want to read the like emotional venting of her like her success into a book about just just making her characters disgustingly fornicate Wow. Mm. <laughs> i feel like she might give some like you know some relief out of it because like you said it sounds like she does have potter fatigue it's a little bit at this point and she's writing her mystery series i like that i wonder if you can i wonder if that fatigue is present in the cursed child
1: because I, I have not read that either. I believe she only put in, like, input.
0: Oh, really? She didn't actually write no, it? No.
1: It. it was... All right. Well, let's get back to the chapter. <laughs> yeah, chapter um, three, The Burrow. A freckled-faced, red-haired someone was at the window.
0: Yeah, so... The Weasley. So this is, like... I, I want to talk about this because it's not, like... It's it's just part of my, like, impression of the Weasleys. Like, I've always had a really soft spot for the Weasleys. Sure. As a family, mm-hmm. because like when I was when I was in middle school, uh, I'm, I met a very good friend who is incidentally a huge Harry Potter fan, and his family is like big. It's they've got like five kids. Like he has four siblings. Mm-hmm. I'm, I spent a lot of time in the summers at their house because they live like right down the road from me. I always thought when I was watching the movies that his mom reminded me a lot of like Ron's mom. Okay. In that, his mom was like, has an English accent, has like five kids, like is busy taking care of all of them, and they're all like, you know, having fun and and being, you know, handfuls, and it's just like, it it reading chapters at reading this chapter at that house made me feel like I was back in being like a you know thirteen year old hanging out in my friend's house sure. with all these kids, and she and just like Harry's mom. Ron's, or Ron's mom. mom, she would be she would have to like deal with her kids but then just be nothing but the sweetest ever to me like I could do nothing wrong. His dad thought I could do plenty wrong but, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but she never and uh and, and it was just uh it it just brings me back to that and it makes me like. It gives me a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings. She's good at tapping
1: into that. I oh, think. Yeah. That that, that, that that her Christmas episodes, or er, episodes, her Christmas chapters. chapters, Halloween, just that, the 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 great things of childhood. You you go back to it. and You're like, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I like that a lot. I don't have any real criticism of that because I, I think she again, yeah, she does it pretty well. She's <laughs> able to capture that and like
1: communicate it in a fun, lighthearted, but also charming way. Um, I know you've talked about the clock before. Is that clock mentioned? I know there's the time to do chores clock, but is the where everyone is clock mentioned in this, or is that... It, the, the A clock is mentioned, but I right. I didn't know if they were the same clock. No, there, Well, yeah, there's the one that has, like, only one hand, and it just says, like, you know, time to start dinner, or stuff like that. I don't remember. I
0: don't know. Uh, if, I, if I don't know. If I didn't remember. Clock, I don't think that's in this one. I don't remember there being two clocks um, okay. in this chapter. I think there's the only... The chores But But, but I
1: mean, it does describe the house delightful
0: house it is it's a it's a it's a cool house and it's like i like the part where ron's like sort of like you know it's it's not the it's not the best house or whatever and then harry's like it is literally the best place i've ever been (laughs) this is the best place in the world ron you don't don't give me any shit about this house this house is a fucking palace okay i was locked in a room with my my owl that couldn't be cleaned because it was shit the whole time just runny liquid starved shits horrible, horrible life I'm, I live. The denoming scene reminds me of this scene in Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Okay. Where uh, the characters... It uh, was incredibly racist? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, that's not what I meant. Okay. Um, there's a scene where the uh, the Pensieve's... I think that's the name of the, the kids. No, that's the thing of the, in Harry uh, Potter. But it's like Pevensey
1: or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what the yeah? What the fuck is the kid's name? Anyway, Lucy and her siblings and the cast and the crew of the Dawn Treader, Prince Caspian, etc., go to this island where they meet this these funny characters called the Monopods, okay. which are essentially like humans to the waist from the waist up, but then below they have one leg. So they don't really have hips or genitals per se. They just have a, a, a stock leg Ew. and then with a knee and like sure. an ankle and everything, but like one leg and they're incredibly silly and goofy and fanciful and uh, obnoxious and just annoying. And, and why put them in the book? Like, okay. I mean, unless that's what you're going for, which in case I, I guess I, it's a kid's book. I, I'm going to run into that every time I, I do this, but, uh,
1: so that was the gnomes were,
0: they like reminds me far. of that. no, no, just like, just like, oh, okay. Here's a the thing that's cool about Harry Potter and its fantasy is that so much of it seems dreadful, terrifying, and imminently dangerous. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of that. These things seem like that, but no one's treating them that way. Like, the, she literally describes their bite as having razor sharp teeth. Mm-hmm. But Harry's just like, ow. Like, he pricks his finger on a rose, like a, a rose stem or something. It's like, ooh, ouch, that kind of hurt. But it's like, she describes it as being raz- razor sharp is razor sharp. Like, that would cut you apart. Not just like be a little prick, like Harry, who would just be like, boop. Um, so like, I don't know, And then the idea that they're just like they're stupid. It seems weird. like like, why make them sentient? Like why do this? You take it feels like everything I loved about how she handled elves, okay. and how she like uses the trope of the elvish race in her magic series is awesome. But then she just shits all over the gnomes. Like she just takes gnomes and is like, "Yep, fuck them, whatever." <laughs> like, here's another like classic race of fantasy creature. They are like l- like garden garbage. Mm-hmm. It just seems it. I was I'm bummed because like I don't feel like they ever come back. Not bummed like the Japanese golfer. Bummed right. like like I'm disappointed.
1: It was well done.
0: And in that way, I it is like the Japanese golfer <laughs> joke because I'm also
1: disappointed. <laughs> Mr. Weasley we've met no rubber duck
0: oh yeah yeah that, that you love you? that part you was, love that
1: part who loves that part it was you we both love it well no you 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 loved it I do love it <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I like that because he's so he's great in the movies Um. yeah but you know it's all there like mm-hmm. that, that part the of attitude, his character sure. is still is all there I also don't think and I could be wrong, but I don't remember him saying the line in the book, like, like the part where he's like, how'd she fly or how'd she handle, like, about the, the car. I think he said,
1: how it has go in the movie? Oh, does it? Really? How did it go? Yeah, it's yeah, maximum. something
0: like that. Does, I don't, does that happen in this chapter? I thought there was. If, if it did, it was so brief that I, I just glossed right over it,
1: because... Your sons flew that car to Harry's house and back last night. What have you got to say about that? Did you really? Said Mr. Weasley eagerly. Did it go all right? That doesn't feel the same. Did I mean, he faltered as sparks flew. No, no, it's way
0: better in the movie. Well, I mean, sorry.
1: I left out the denoming though.
0: Yeah, for good reason. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mister Weasley's awesome. I still think it's weird that like she basically says like like his the way he abuses his power in his position would be like if somehow. A notorious drug user, like let's say Elvis Presley, somehow found a way to become a DEA agent. Okay. Which happened.
1: What? <laughs> Elvis was a DEA agent. Yeah. Okay, now tell me about this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, in, the, <laughs> in the 70s, this is how I know, this is how, what I remember of this. In the 70s, Elvis decided hey, nobody knows more about drugs than me. <laughs> So he goes to Nixon and he's like, "Hey, make me a drug enforcement guy," and Nixon's like, "All right." <laughs> and then Elvis is like, "I want a fucking badge," and Nixon's like, "Okay." And then they,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then that happens. That's insane. Yeah. Why? Why would that happen? I mean, I, I mean I, why did he have so? There's much a clout? movie with Michael Shannon
0: about it. Like,
1: was Michael Shannon Elvis? Yeah. Wait, I was getting Michael Shannon and Michael Sheen mixed up. Michael Shannon. Okay, I can see it.
0: Yeah, Michael Shannon. Right, right. Um, I think part of it is that Nixon wanted to be popular with the young people. Sure. sure. I, I mean... He was on laughing. Yeah. But. So he, he, he was like, if I can rub shoulders with Elvis, that'll make me in. Anyway, but the way uh, Mr. Weasley like goes about like finding... It seems to be like he finds enchanted objects right. and then confiscates them and then just keeps them.
1: Or, or or makes them worse. Or makes them worse, yeah. yeah.
0: And it just feels like, man, like there's a lot of lack of oversight in the wizarding world. But again, it seems so selective. Like Harry Potter can't even like there can't be a spell cast in his house right. without him getting a letter being like three strikes you're out. Right. But this dude who's a literal government like agent can just steal evidence or, or like confiscate it and take it home. It just I just don't know what to make of it. It just seems so inconsistent. Like and maybe maybe that makes it very realistic. Maybe reality is incredibly inconsistent. The way people have uh, standards for political figures and they have the, they they're not consistent because it's more based about what your values are in in, in the moment or where your uh, where your biases lie. Who you'll hold to account and who you won't because of your own self interest. Maybe it's similar. Maybe that's like the frustration I have with this moment in the book is similar to my frustration I would have in politics where i I see that and it's it's bothersome Mm -hmm. but i and i guess the thing in the book is it bothers me is i don't know if it's bad writing or if it's insanely good writing right (laughs) you know like and that not knowing is irritating but like because i'm not saying like oh i want him to get punished like he needs to be like reprimanded it's just like what Why, who could have faith in that system? The Ministry of Magic. Like, why would you ever, why could, how can they still exist Mm -hmm. if they're so poorly managed and so poorly run? As we see pretty much the entire series. I'm not even going to get into Dolores. Like, it's, it's just constantly having issues of agency, of it Mm -hmm. it being a a functioning place. Right. But they still have, there's no repercussions. And, And again, in that sense... It could just be a brilliant take on government itself, because maybe that's her point is like, hey, kids, get ready. This is what the fucking world's like. (laughs) Like, there's no accountability, you know, no matter how many high crimes and misdemeanors people might violate, they're not going to get, like, prosecuted. Right. And maybe that's something she was tuned into 20 years ago. But, like, it's it's just weird. It's just weird to read it, because I guess I think what it is, is that my expectation for fantasy novels is that things are very rigid. The rules and the way things are set up are so tenuously balanced on my suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. that extreme care must be taken to making sure everything lines
1: up Setting perfectly. Setting world, world building.
0: And everything's balanced and right. even. And, and, she, and the author makes no mistakes because there's been editors and there's been care taken to build this world. So when I see stuff like this, it makes me think, okay, Benefit of the Doubt says that this is intentional – and deliberate, and not an oversight, but then she fucks up plumbing. So, like, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just, like, I want to not have doubts.
1: <laughs> I can't take away your doubts.
0: I know. It's just, yeah, bothersome. So, I mean, I, again, about, about Ron's dad, mm. I know they mentioned that there's literally two people in his whole department. Right. Which seems... Like, laughably low. Again, maybe that's a commentary. Maybe that's a commentary about how, you know, governments poorly run. And again, I'd love that if that's the case. Fine, bring it. Like, bring that realism into the book. Maybe be a little more clear about it. (laughs) Maybe be a little bit more, like, condemnative of public systems. And they're, you know, they're not working properly. The
1: counterpoint would be this is only the introduction, and they could go further into it. This book is not about this that. <laughs> be, this could be Mr. Weasley and Perkins have adventures in the Ministry of Magic office. If only.
0: I mean, unfortunately, I am burdened with the foreknowledge that it isn't. No, it's, um, it's, it's not. But it isn't. There are little it's asides more about, here and there. It's more about tunnel snakes. It's. just <laughs> a couple of tunnel snakes eating that fat. Yeah. It's more about little little Ginny Weasley. Ginny,
1: well, we've met her before, but she was a brief flash of red. Yeah,
0: it's cute. It's cute. If it... I want to get through the whole series before I decide whether or not I'm okay with the coupling that she decides to write at the end of the story. Okay, um, that's fair. Because I think you and I have talked about this maybe privately, maybe on the show. Uh, but the the whole, I think you are a Ginny fan. Yep, big Ginny fan. Big Ginny fan. I have no love for Ginny. Really? Yeah, just,
1: I feel like the movies didn't... Not actual dislike, you just don't care?
0: Yeah, ambivalence. Just, she didn't do anything, in my opinion, in the films. Like, she gets a... I think it's in Order of the Phoenix, she gets a lot of action when it comes to uh, setting up the army of Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore's army. She gets a lot of action at just being a good uh, witch. But, I mean, there's just little lines of
1: dialogue that help shape her character here and there. And they're like, not in the movie. Uh, right, they're not in the movie. It's not there. It's just uh, you know, two sentences where Fred goes, oh, Jenny did this thing. You're like, whoa, damn. Like, Harry has so
0: many more emotional, con- emotionally constructive and developmental milestones with other female characters mm-hmm. that for him to end up with Jenny implies that there's this off-screen or off-page relationship that is powerful, meaningful, and deep, but unobservable, and that's
1: weak. Yeah, I feel like that's supported more.
0: Oh, in the books. Yeah. Okay, perfect. I'm so excited to read that <laughs> because it's it's some it's part of my issues with the movies is that they still make it clear that they end up together and they have kids and they love and live with each other, but this is just the justification for it was lacking. Right. I think we mentioned before, like in a different episode, both though that the whole thing about like, sh- if anything, she has a moment in the movies with with Longbottom Mm -hmm. where it's like that happened
1: yeah
0: so all that said I think that again this is a really good chapter like it's a really fun good chapter even with the garden gnomes sure which is setting this book up to be like a really really
1: good Harry Potter book I I, it feels like this book gets overlooked a lot I feel like you're right I feel like Prisoner of Azkaban it's a lot of credit. A lot of touchstones. Goblet of Fire gets Got a the, ton. And then the the last three, yeah. are just like an avalanche of things happening. I think Chamber is in this middle ground of Sorcerer's Stone started everything. Chamber continues it, but does have its own identity, but people kind of neglect it. I think what has happened to me is that, because I can only speak for
0: myself in this situation, but I have definitely blurred the lines between the first movie and the second movie a lot. I totally... I I forget how the first movie ends and Mm -hmm. supplement the ending of the second film in my recollection many times. I I totally see that. And only through having read the books is it clearer for me like, okay, no, the end of the first book is dumb. (laughs) It is boring. It is literally Harry magically pulls a stone or he pulls like a sword out of his pocket or whatever it is. Stone. The stone out of his pocket is just, (laughs) is weak. This book has a great ending. Sure, obviously we'll get there. Right, but yeah, I think that you're right. This is an overlooked book, but it's the fact that it has Dobby in it, and it's the introduction of Dobby. Sure, instantly puts it like way ahead of the others. Like, I'm a big fan of Dobby, big fan of Cedric Diggory, big fan of Sirius Black. It's weird to me that, like, I'm pretty much defining these books by the secondary characters that help define the main character's journey as mm-hmm. opposed
1: to the main character. Because the main character is so boring. He is. He, he, like Bella Swan that way. He's just an empty... He's a ruin of a character that you can put yourself into so you can experience the book. Yeah. It's probably... I, I don't know if it's intentional, but probably why he's so ill-defined compared to other people. Maybe. Maybe. I mean,
0: it, but again, we're giving the credit as if it's intentional. It could be. It could be. It could be. Maybe, but but then again, could it also be that it's hard to write a main character? It's hard to write that a heroic pro- protagonist, and it's a lot easier to write characters that are goofy mm-hmm. and like absurd. Like it's a, it's just or more, more fun. And maybe it's a because it's fun to write those characters. They just get all the extra attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This chapter is really cool though because again, we talked about like like you said a, a minute ago. It introduces Jenny. We get the introduction of a lot of the other, like the the Weasley family. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, they're dynamic.
0: They're dynamic. Oh, but where the fuck is Hedwig? Like they, ri- we haven't talked about the, the actual events of this chapter. So the events of this chapter, is they take the the Weasley boys show up at Harry's Two house. Point. They pull him out. They rip the bars off the window. They take him to their house. They chit chat in the car. Uh, they let H- Hedwig out. Hedwig has not arrived by the end of this chapter, which I mean. The owls can magically figure out where the hell they need to go. I'm not worried that she's lost. I'm just like if I didn't know she would come back at the end of this chapter I'd be like, where is Hedwig? <laughs> like, Where is... she stretching her wings. She's getting her hood on. She needs to. Right? She really does. she have been cooped up too long. That's what I'm saying. I worry I worried about her a little bit. I understand. I, I mean, again though, it, because I know what happens through at the end and it hurts. <laughs> Unforgivable. Um... <laughs> I'm just gonna be worried about it the entire series sure, because. Sure. But I mean, you know, she's gonna make it to that
1: point. So
0: yeah, I know that she's gonna make it till she dies. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> what what great comfort to know that this character, this character,
1: everything's fine until it's not. So you wanna have final thoughts?
0: I don't know. Did you have anything else that you wanted to talk about with these chapters? No, these
1: chapters. No, no. These are all introductory chapters, and they're, it's harder to find things to talk about. It's more. What did you think of them? Yeah. Coming up, we'll have one of my favorite characters okay. introduced. Okay. I can't wait to get to that. Oh,
0: I will say no peeves so far. So that's awesome. I mean, no peeves so they haven't far. Made it to. They haven't made it to Hogwarts.
1: There will be peeves.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's. I had a, these were fun chapters to read. They went by pretty fast, like you, you said. Go, there, yep. there wasn't too much slogging. Uh, of course, Quidditch becomes a slog. There, I don't, I don't like reading Dursley chapters because I just don't like how awful they're treated. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like at least with the last book, and I'm anticipating it with this book, that once we get into sort of the middle to last half of this book, uh, it'll be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like I'll enjoy it more. These were great. These are fun. They're just
1: sad. Excellent. (laughs) Good time.
0: Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess that's the end of this uh, episode. I think so. I mean, I don't really have... I really just don't have much else. I wish I did. Uh, I feel like I had a lot of notes and feel like we didn't really go over the chapters that well. I'm sorry that my notes were very much more about, like, my interpretations of weird, nuanced things and not like, oh, yeah, and then this happened. (laughs) But, um... Because we really didn't—we didn't talk about anything that happens in these, in like the context of these episodes or this, these chapters. So here's what happens. Okay. Harry's upset and he's at the Dursleys' house. Uh, Dursleys are mad at him and they have a party. Uh, it's his birthday and he gets sent to his room. He is in his room. Uh, Dobby shows up and fucks shit up and is horrible and fucks Harry's life up horribly. <laughs> then Harry. Also, why didn't Harry just lie to Dobby? Like, why doesn't Harry just go, of course I won't do anymore. I won't go to Hogwarts, you dumb house elf. <laughs> and then take
1: your shit. Who are you in my house? Right,
0: yeah. Like, you You weird, like, burglar. Of course. Like, right. whatever. Anyway, uh, Dobby fucks shit up. Then uh, Harry gets grounded forever. Then the Weasleys bust him out of his house. Then they go to the Weasleys, and they kill some gnomes. Which, except they don't. Like, how impervious are those creatures? Your gnomes are pretty impervious they're hearty hearty. Um, hearty yeah and then they and then that's like kind of where the episode ends yeah uh, but or where the chapters end but it's a uh, yeah I, I had a good time I guess
1: <laughs> good sorry Harry um, <laughs> no a lot more action in the next three chapters alright that's good next time on Death Readers Flourish and Blots how
0: do you want to start this do we I didn't write on like an intro or anything like do you have anything uh, prepared I think, I think we're brain? just going to
1: freebase it <laughs> It's
0: not what that word means. Um, part of me really likes that the protagonist is, <laughs> part of me really likes that the protagonist of this book.
1: Um, you had what three pages of notes just the for first this one paragraph? Well, I don't know about the first paragraph, but for the you first... had what like a page of notes for the first paragraph?
0: Probably. I have two pages for the chapter. We just get into them instead of describing how many. How much research I did. So what did you think of the first (laughs) chapter? (laughs) Ah.